Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 7.59. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Friday, February 23rd, the final Friday of the month. We'll be taking a look at new sanctions against Russia. Three arrests made and the death of a Wichita toddler. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Typically, we are indoors and bundled up this time of year in February, but it will be anything like that today and throughout the weekend. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest, a sunny sky. It is 37 degrees on this Friday morning. Three men are now in custody. Three male suspects are in custody. This for the fatal shooting of a one-year-old baby boy. A 17-year-old boy, a 21-year-old man, and a 25-year-old man were taken into custody on suspicion of felony murder. Police say the 21-year-old suspect is currently on pretrial supervision for criminal discharge of a firearm into an occupied vehicle. The 25-year-old was on parole for criminal discharge of a firearm, aggravated burglary, two counts of aggravated assault, and criminal possession of a weapon. Investigators say that all three were responsible for the fatal shooting of one-year-old Taden Anderson. It happened just after 7 Monday night in the 2500 block of South Oliver. Three adults and three children were in an apartment when shots were fired from outside. Taden and two 24-year-old women were shot. All three were rushed to the hospital. Taden was later pronounced dead. Formal charges are pending. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Biden administration is leveling a new sanctions package on Russia today. Timed with the second anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and supplemented for the death earlier this month of Kremlin opposition leader Alexei Navalny, President Biden says a major sanctions package will be announced today. The president met with Navalny's widow and daughter Thursday. To state the obvious, he was a man of incredible courage. And it's amazing how his wife and daughter are emulating that. Officials say new sanctions will target Russia's military industry and revenue sources. Since the invasion of Ukraine, scores of Russian banks and individuals have been cut off from foreign markets and had assets frozen. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Wichita's $80 million multi-agency center is going to be in or near downtown. The center focuses multiple resources in one location, giving homeless people a chance to get on their feet. 
Choice comes down to a couple of final options. You've got the old Riverside Hospital at Central and McLean or Humankind's campus downtown. City and county leaders say the old Riverside location has a pretty good foundation already in place. That old hospital in West Wichita could be an ideal spot for the MAC campus. Facility featuring a navigation center to point the homeless to right resources, shelter place, an affordable housing option to transition hundreds to permanent housing would be the goal. But not a done deal yet. We'll see what uh, comes of those two potential locations. Wichita police investigating a murder. It began as a domestic violence call two in the morning yesterday in uh, at the Page Place Apartments near Harry and Rock Road in southeast Wichita. 26-year-old Adriana Hidalgo was killed. A 38-year-old suspect was arrested after fleeing to Junction City, Kansas. Suspect was on pre-trial supervision for another case, an aggravated battery charge. And he will be returned to Wichita to face charges now, which might include murder charges. The United States Army honored Colonel Frank Rubio for setting the record for the longest space flight in American history. Colonel Rubio spent 371 days in space during a mission which saw him deployed to the International Space Station in September of 2022. The Secretary of the Army, Christine Wormuth, praised Rubio as a role model. You are a stellar example of the Army's core values and what it means to lead a life of service. Colonel Rubio says it was the Army that established the foundation for his accomplishments in space. They take young men and women and they shape us and mold us, and then eventually we become leaders of our nation, which is pretty incredible. He added that he is still humbled by the chance to be one of the few to represent the U.S. in space and that he hopes to return there one day. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. A new poll shows that Medicaid expansion is popular with Kansas Republican voters, despite party leadership's opposition. Public Opinion Strategies did the poll. That's a company that does primarily polling for Republican candidates, including senators from Kansas, Roger Marshall and Jerry Moran, as well as former Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt. So the poll showed uh, 68% of registered voters, more than half of likely Republican primary voters, and 83% of small business owners questioned, favored expanding Medicaid in the state. We'll be taking a look at authenticating a potential Guinness World Record for somebody that can't speak for themselves. And Google might have some explaining to do. We'll explain that coming up. KNSS News Time, 8.05. It's 8.09 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. The results are in from Guinness World Records about a pooch whose owner claimed it was the oldest dog ever. Guinness ruled a Portuguese dog that died last February can no longer hold the title of oldest canine ever. Bobby was set to be born May 11, 1992, and reported to be 31 when the pooch passed away. The guard dog lived on a farm with its owner, who proudly proclaimed the canine as the world's oldest living dog and oldest dog ever. Guinness said it considered pictures and video, adding a lack of evidence from Bobby's microchip data left them with no conclusive evidence of Bobby's date of birth. The director of records pointed out that Bobby was a purebred Jafero Dualentejo that has an average life expectancy of about 10 to 14 years. C.J. Papa, Fox News. Google trying to explain this after a number of people using Google's new Gemini generative AI reportedly noticed that pictures created by real, for real, or imagined people, 
or portrayed as anything but a white male. A user of Google's Gemini AI posted results of a query asking for pictures of a pope. In the Catholic Church, popes are male, and there's yet to be one in modern times who isn't white. But the generated images showed women and men of color, sometimes wearing non-Catholic garb, along with papal robes. For another, an image created to be of George Washington showed him with black skin and African features. Google says Gemini obviously is missing the mark, and they've turned off the AI's ability to create images of people while they address the matter of inaccuracies. Eben Brown, Fox News. It's 8-11 with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Right now in traffic, uh, just continue to watch out some of those uh, normal areas. We start to see traffic slowing down. Biggest problem right now does seem to be uh, southbound on I-135. If you're trying to exit to Kellogg, ramp just looking a little slow right there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And a look at the weather forecast heading into the final Weekend of the month, let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, cool across Wichita and south-central Kansas this morning, but more warmer-than-average weather. That pattern continues again today. Sunny and a bit breezy with a high 66. Clear this evening as the frontal boundary pushes through our low 36. Slightly warmer Saturday with a high 68. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest, a sunny sky. It is 37 degrees here on this Friday morning, February 23rd. Concerns about certain crimes are at their highest levels in decades. Some Americans are isolating themselves from their communities, according to new polling. Spike in fear comes as violent crime has decreased nationwide, although property crimes are ticking up, according to the FBI. Recent Gallup poll found that 28% of Americans worry frequently or occasionally that they will be murdered. That's a near record high. Gallup poll surveyed more than 1,000 adults. Margin of error, four percentage points. Meanwhile, half of U.S. adults said they worry their car will be stolen or broken into. 37% worry they'll be mugged. A third of people are concerned about getting attacked while driving. Those are all near record highs. Additionally, the vast majority of Americans, 72%, worry that they will fall victim to identity theft, according to the poll. And that's a heightened apprehension. It's had a detrimental effect on daily lives of Americans as they curb some commonplace activities. If they're worried enough about something, they will, uh, you know, wow. manifest itself. I know you, it's easy to say you can't live your life in fear, but yeah. you got to get through the day the best you can without being wringing your hands all the time yeah yeah. something's gonna happen to you 813 with steven ted here on knss well it's not the olympics but it is a story out of florida group of floridians is going to host competitions themed according to collective antics of the beer loving gator possessing rap sheet heavy mullet wearing social media phenomenon florida man (laughs) the games will poke fun at florida's reputation for producing strange news stories involving everything from guns drugs booze reptiles maybe some kind of combination of all those Uh. organizers say the contexts are planned soon in saint augustine florida including the self-explanatory beer belly wrestling contest all right as well as the evading arrest obstacle course all right Contestants will be asked to jump over fences and through yards while being chased by real police officers. Yeah. A little too close to home. 
but there bit. it is. <laughs> Having a good time in F- Florida. How? I mean, I, I just wonder how you would uh, how you would add reptiles to the mix in a safe way. I don't. I don't know that that's why. Why yeah. be safe? Yeah, I suppose Make that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, hey, let's reflect back on something pretty interesting and important that happened in America 70 years ago on this day in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The first mass inoculation of children against the polio virus. Working at Pittsburgh University's Virus Research Laboratory, a 40-year-old Dr. Salk labored three years, often 16 hours a day, six days a week, to painstakingly perfect a vaccine before its mass testing. The serum contains polio virus, which, although killed, still has power to stimulate the body into producing millions of protective antibodies in the bloodstream, building a wall between children and paralytic polio. Early production of the virus vaccine was difficult, limiting the experiment. Even so, it was the largest such medical test ever attempted. 440,000 youngsters in 44 states were inoculated with the Salk vaccine. 210,000 received dummy shots and more than a million other children were observed in comparison. Not a single child who completed the Salk vaccinations died of paralytic polio. Yeah, and that just just had to be seen as a miracle solution to a virus that had confounded humankind and would strike people regardless of age. Yeah. It would just uh, all of a sudden, it was pretty usually pretty rapidly happening, you, you became a cripple. And they didn't know where it was coming from. They didn't know how you con- contracted it. But they came up with a vaccine, and uh, we, we don't think about people having polio anymore. Nope. Got rid of it. That was 70 years ago on this day, 1954, the first mass inoculation of children against the polio virus in the United States. And that was a big deal. Uh, the city council in Boston has passed a resolution. It calls for renaming Fennel Hall popular tourist site named after a wealthy merchant who owned and traded slaves. Of course, Fanel is spelled F-A-N-E-U-I-L. Very okay. famous spot in Boston. It's where the Declaration of Independence was first read to the public. And things yep. like. uh, in calling, uh, the author of the measure filed a resolution decrying the building's namesake, Peter Fanel, as a, quote, white supremacist, a slave trader, a slave owner who contributed nothing recognizable to the ideal of democracy, unquote. The downtown meeting house built for the city by Fennel in 1742 is where Samuel Adams and other American colonists made some of the earliest speeches urging independence from Britain. And you know when you know it's it's famous and everything, but when you get there, it's like all right, it's kind of like a it's, it's a, a meeting hall. It's, yeah, it's it's a building. Yeah, I was like <laughs> uh, maybe I was expecting something a little more grand. Yeah, I was like okay, it's. It's just kind of an old-timey meeting house, a big room on yeah. the bottom floor. That's all it is. All right, it's eight. It's uh, eight you know, seventeen. If, yeah. If they're going to rename stuff like that, why not sell it? Sell it to companies. Sell the naming rights. Sell exactly. the naming rights, just like they do. You know, base <laughs> the stadiums and uh, yeah, football stadiums, baseball stadiums. Sell the naming Make rights. Make some money. Make some money for the government. Exactly. It is 818 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and let's check in on what's going on in sports. Got a lot of hoops, Got a lot of wrestling, too. In fact, this is a state wrestling tournament weekend all over the state of Kansas. The high school wrestling tournaments, massive affairs, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of wrestlers competing for state titles. It got underway yesterday. 
the Class 5A boys taking place up at Hartman Arena in Park City. The Goddard boys in first place after day one of competition. Smaller schools in Salina, the Rose Hill boys in first place in Class 4A after the first day of competition. You've got the big schools up at Hartman Arena in Park City. Some of the smaller schools from 4A on down are up in Salina for state wrestling competition for girls and boys wrestling action. And uh, day two of the competition is today, and it'll finish up with state titles all over the place tomorrow. State high school wrestling all over the state. we got a lot of hoops. In college basketball, the Wichita State men are home on Sunday at Coke Arena hosting Temple. Shocks going for their 10th win on home court this season. Only two home games left for the Shockers, including Sunday. Temple struggling on the road. Owls have lost seven straight road games. In fact, they haven't won a road game since the week before Thanksgiving. A long time ago. Temple and the Shockers. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 p.m. Sunday from Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. Home action for the Kansas State men's basketball team hosting 21st-ranked BYU. Cats are trying to snap a three-game losing streak. BYU, K-State, live coverage of that one at noon tomorrow. And that is over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. In Lawrence tomorrow, we've got ninth-ranked Kansas hosting Texas. Jayhawks have won 18 straight games on home court. KU is in third place in the Big 12 Conference. That'll tip off at 5 p.m. tomorrow, nationally televised on ESPN. Juco men's basketball, 19th-ranked Butler Community College on the road tomorrow at Independence, a team that has a 25-game losing streak. Oof. Butler is on a four-game winning streak. Grizzlies 21-5 on the season at Independence tomorrow. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 345 tomorrow afternoon, and that's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wichita State women's basketball team is on the road at Charlotte. Steve Strain will have live coverage at 2.45 tomorrow afternoon, and that game is right here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Shocker women at Charlotte. We've got college baseball this weekend for Wichita State. The Shockers are playing three games in three days in Jacksonville, Florida. First up for the Shockers, undefeated 14th-ranked Virginia at 1 o'clock this afternoon over on KFH. Tomorrow's game is going to be here on KNSS. The Shockers taking on undefeated Auburn out of the Southeastern Conference. Auburn comes into this weekend at 4-0. That'll be at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. Shocker baseball right here on KNSS tomorrow. Then back over to KFH on Sunday when the Shockers take on 18th-ranked Iowa. That will also be an 11 a.m. start on Sunday for Shocker baseball down in Jacksonville, Florida. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Golden State Warriors win at home. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers 128-110. to Starting at forward for the Warriors, former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins. He had 20 points on 8 of 14 shooting. And by the way, it's Wiggins' birthday today. Hey. The former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins with the Golden State Warriors. Today is his 29th birthday. Back-to-back wins for the Warriors. They're in the number 10 spot in the Western Conference. And a happy birthday tomorrow to my nephew, Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, he is a former City League basketball star. Mitchell now is age 24 as of tomorrow. 
done with college and got a got a nice job and in the real world. Excellent. My nephew Mitchell celebrating a birthday tomorrow. He's turning twenty four. That is sports with Steve and Ted. Brought to you by a great sponsor that we're glad to have with us, the Farmer's Dog. Hey, when you switch your food to the Farmer's Dog, the effects can feel magical. Hey, get 50% off your first box. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash no magic. You need to switch your dog food to the Farmer's Dog. It's 823 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we've got traffic and weather and an easy solution to a border problem, says Sean Hannity for the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Coming up on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 8.32. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS here on this Friday, February 23rd, final Friday of the month. Currently in Wichita, we have a sunny sky. It is 37 degrees. One person was injured after getting shot in the 300 block of South Poplar early last evening, just to the south of Douglas and Grove. Officers were already in the area investigating a different incident, but then they heard the gunfire and went to investigate that. Officers found a man in his 30s with critical injuries. He was hospitalized. Now he's in stable condition, but he has been uncooperative with investigators. South Carolina's Republican primary tomorrow, and if you believe the polls, former President Trump is far ahead of his lone challenger and the former governor of the state, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley sees the polls. She told Fox's America's Newsroom she doesn't have to win her home state tomorrow to stay in the race. But it certainly has to be better than what I did in New Hampshire, and it certainly has to be close. She accused former President Trump of talking incessantly about his legal issues. Trump told a Fox News town hall this week the legal cases against him are forms of election interference. Nikki has no chance, but if she ever did, they would go after her the same way. But Haley was asked why she can't seem to stop Trump, whose numbers seem to rise with every legal filing or appearance. Just wait. March, April, May, June. The months, she says, when the former president will be stuck in courtrooms. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A group is trying to turn a Wichita church into a drug and alcohol rehab facility. That's near 31st South and Seneca. The president of Adult and Teen Challenge, Wayne Gray, told the Wichita Metropolitan Planning Commission that they will have security in place to alleviate concerns of people in the neighborhood. We're just trying to help people. As we know, there's uh, so much of our crime, so much of everything that, that happens is because of drug-related offenses and different things. And we're just, we feel like we can help the community by helping those that are struggling uh, with addiction. And the rezoning request will now go before the city council for final approval. U.S. working on getting more aid to Ukraine. Naval warfare experts say the Pentagon is learning from Ukraine's use of autonomous weapons. This after its military claims it sank one of Russia's amphibious assault ships in the Black Sea. Ukraine doesn't have a navy, but it has used small sea drones and anti-ship cruise missiles to take out one-third of Putin's Black Sea fleet. Since Russia's invasion, the Pentagon has realized how weak its supply chain for ammunition here in the U.S. was, with a single factory making 155-millimeter shells in Scranton, Pennsylvania. More than 28,000 shells are now being produced a month, up from 15,000 before the invasion. 
the Pentagon, with help from Congress, has invested $1.5 billion in new factories across the country, with a goal of producing 100,000 shells a month by next year. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. A free agent punter is getting a second chance with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are signing free agent punter Matt Ariza. He was known as the punt god at San Diego State before being drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 2022, but was later released by Buffalo after being accused of gang raping a 17-year-old girl at an off-campus party. The suit was dismissed this past December after an agreement was reached with the girl, identified only as Jane Doe. Ariza never faced a criminal charge. His agent, Joe Linta, releasing a statement on X saying, quote, Matt has been to hell and back in the last 18 months. He handled himself with grace and humility that is truly inspiring. Matt can now move forward knowing that this ordeal is behind him. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. The United States, one step closer to getting humans back to the moon. A giant leap for the future of private space exploration. For the first time in 50 years, the U.S. is back on the moon. A private lunar lander touching down on the moon's south pole. Odysseus's condition isn't immediately known, but it's reportedly sending a weak signal back to NASA control in Houston. Only five countries have ever achieved a lunar landing. The craft is part of NASA's hope to commercialize moon deliveries ahead of the planned return of the astronauts. And that's Fox's Kevin Cork with that report. Now let's check in and get the weather forecast heading into the final weekend of the month. Here's meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A dry, quiet weather pattern continues here in Wichita today. A nice start to our morning, then mostly sunny and breezy throughout the afternoon. Our high 66. Clear tonight, tallow 36. Breezy Saturday with a high 68, warming to 72 on Sunday. I'm KMSS, meteorologist and holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest, a sunny sky. It is 39 degrees. 8.52 with Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal coming up. We'll take a look at some small airports nationwide and what's going on there. Now, Stephen Ted, it's time for three big things. A man shot early last evening in Wichita, south of Douglas and Grove, hospitalized in critical condition, not cooperative with investigators. Two. The Biden administration leveling new sanctions against Russia today. One. Three male suspects are now in custody. This after a one-year-old boy was shot and killed this week in South Wichita. And that is Three Big Things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stalled out vehicle northbound I-235. Again, this is pretty close to Zoo Boulevard right now. The traffic volumes are pretty thin there, and so things moving through normally. But just remember that that's a fairly high traffic area, and it doesn't take too much to slow that down there. So watch out for that again. That's northbound I-235 at Zoo. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And our weather forecast heading into this final weekend of the month. Pretty nice. High tomorrow of, I'm sorry, a high today of 66 degrees. Mostly sunny and breezy here on Friday. Clear sky tonight. Overnight low down to 36. And looking ahead for the weekend. High tomorrow, 68 on a breezy Saturday. And then even more warmth on Sunday with a high of 72. 
currently in Wichita. We have a breeze out of the northwest. We're under a sunny sky. It is 39 degrees on our way to a high of 66. Don't forget, right after Steve and Ted, we have the Glenn Beck program coming up from 9 to 11. At 9.30 this morning, special guest, Representative Jason Zachary, Republican, a Tennessee state representative, talking about Tennessee's ESG bill, potential to be the second strongest law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. In the country for that environment, social, and uh, governance. There you go. That'll be the special guest coming up on the Glenn Beck program here in the 9 o'clock hour coming up. Now it's 8.54 with Steve and Ted. Time for a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. More than two dozen female professionals will be mentors to more than 175 women coming up next week on Monday. The Business Journal's annual Mentoring Monday gathering, 3 to 5 p.m. Monday at WSU Tech's niche facility. Already sold out. And on the Business Journal website, you can find a list of the 26 women who will act as mentors in speed mentoring exercises with other women professionals. Small airports nationwide are looking ways to get more profit. Restaurants, fuel sales, hangars do generate income. The majority of the revenue comes from fuel. Hangars also provide a solid customer base for fuel and maintenance services. Similar to other cities across the U.S., Wichita area airports are struggling to find enough hangars for airplanes. Amenities, size, location, and price are factors that lead to few vacancies and year-long waiting lists at several airports. And that is a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. It's 8.55 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. I had a nice outing last night to the Forum Theater to see opening night of the Full Monty, the musical. I was in that musical nine years ago at the yep. Forum. Got to see it from the audience point of view last night. And they'll be running for three weekends, Thursday through Sunday at the Forum. I want to go see the full Monty. I'm going to go get me some Prairie Fire coffee, I think. Ooh, do that. Do that. That's going yeah. to be really good Prairie Fire coffee that we have right here at the Odyssey Campus. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Show, Sean Hannity Show, news updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Have a great weekend. My name is Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 7.01. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Friday, February 23rd, the final Friday of the month. We'll be taking a look at an investigation in Houston. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. We have a fairly mild start to the morning with temperatures running above average throughout the rest of the week and right on into the weekend. How warm do we get? Our complete forecast is on the way. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the northwest. It is 37 degrees here on this Friday morning. 
U.S. Senator from Kansas, Dr. Roger Marshall, hosting a roundtable in Kansas yesterday, trying to find solutions for human trafficking. He says the best solution is to raise awareness. They're already addressing the issue as best they can, but they're just overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed with the number of cases that they're seeing. Um, There's this big interface between drug trafficking and fentanyl and what we're seeing now with the human trafficking. And Senator Marshall also pointing to problems with social media, making it possible for children to communicate with strangers. Several migrants in Chicago do in court after arrested for allegedly robbing and beating a man on a train. The four suspects are expected to appear in court for their bond hearings on Monday. Chicago police say these four men are facing charges of robbery and aggravated battery and strangulation for allegedly robbing and beating a 49-year-old man on a Chicago train. They gave their address as a city-run migrant shelter, but Chicago police did not confirm their legal status or legal address. Separately, another migrant from Venezuela was cited earlier this month after allegedly trespassing at O'Hare International Airport. That's Fox's Madeline Rivera with that report. Narcan vending machines now available on the streets of Wichita and Hutchinson. DECA spokeswoman Chrissy Mayer says the drug reverses opioid overdoses. People choose to use substances. That shouldn't be a death sentence for them. Um, We need to give them a chance to get into recovery. So really, naloxone saves lives. A machine placed in front of second chance bail bonds in downtown Wichita was put in place a week ago already dispensed more than 100 kits. A Texas judge rules in favor of a Houston-area high school that suspended a student for refusing to change his hairstyle. Daryl George and his family say his hairstyle should be protected under a new state law banning race-based hair discrimination. The school says George's hair is in violation of its dress code due to the length of his dreadlocks. Texas Coalition of Black Democrats Chairwoman Candace Matthews says George is extremely disappointed with the judge's ruling. Daryl made this statement and told me this straight up with tears in his eyes. All because of my hair, I can't get my education because of my hair. I cannot be around other peers and enjoy my junior year because of my hair. Matthew says George's in-school suspension will continue. A federal lawsuit is in the works. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Two people have been arrested following a chase through Butler and Greenwood counties to the east of Wichita. Butler County Sheriff's deputies were called to help out Augusta police after the driver of a Ford Escape did not pull over at about 9.30 Wednesday night. Sheriff's Office says the SUV then continued east on U.S. Highway 400, speeds reaching 120 miles per hour. Then deputies in Greenwood County deployed stop sticks as the vehicle came into their county, but the driver still kept going east. The driver then ran over a second set of stop sticks deployed by the Kansas Highway Patrol just a few minutes later. The SUV finally stopping about eight miles west of Fredonia. Two suspects taken into custody on multiple charges. Drivers in eight Midwestern states are going to be able to fuel up with a higher blend of ethanol throughout the year under a rule finalized by the Environmental Protection Agency. The end of a summertime ban on sales of gasoline blended with 15% ethanol has been sought for years by the biofuels industry and farming groups with the support of Midwest governors, reflecting the importance of ethanol to agriculture. The fuel additive consumes about 40% of the nation's corn crop. Higher sales of ethanol could mean greater profits for corn farmers. That new rule was announced yesterday. It takes effect in the spring of next year, and it applies in eight states, including Missouri and Nebraska. 
looking into that AT&T cell phone outage yesterday. And an attack by hogs in where else? Florida. And, of course, our live KSN StormTrack 3 forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams is on the way. KNSS News Time 706. Seven oh nine with Stephen Ted here on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Federal agencies banding together to investigate the cause of a widespread outage that disabled cell phone service. AT and T confirmed the outage, including some customers on other networks like Verizon and T Mobile, who attempted to call AT and T customers. Now, many users reported their phones were stuck in emergency SOS mode for hours preventing them from making calls, sending text messages, or even using cellular data. Republican Marco Rubio warning on social media that the outage affecting tens of thousands of Americans pales in comparison to what a potential China cyber attack would look like, saying it would actually be 100 times worse, and it won't be just cell service they hit, it will be your power, your water, and your bank. That's Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer with that report. 710 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Traffic right now in the Wichita area, really, things are just starting to uh, pick up. And so uh, some of those areas where we generally see some heavier traffic, uh, say northbound on I-235 and southbound on I-135 up in the road construction areas, those are just now starting to pick up. And so things getting uh, a little heavier uh, traffic in those areas. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now it's time for the live KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Hello, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Ted. Cue the, uh, the, the fake confetti. We made it to Friday. Woohoo! USA! The uphill battle USA. is done. Yeah, we made it. And you know what? We have a pretty nice weekend ahead. I've, I think I've mentioned earlier this week, uh, even on as early as Monday, to just go ahead and start making weekend plans. But I really hope that a lot of people out there plan on spending at least some time outdoors. At the end of the day, I know we've had some unseasonably warm days, but it's still winter, right? So it could be a lot colder out there. So we do have more unseasonable warmth on the way today. Going to be very similar to yesterday. It's going to be breezy after a chilly start, turning mild with a high of 65 degrees and expecting a lot of sunshine today, too. Now, that northwest breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour shouldn't be too strong. Therefore, shouldn't be too much of a nuisance. And then that breeze just backing off again. Uh, winds turning lighter after sundown as skies stay clear, dropping down to around freezing with a low of 33. More sunshine tomorrow for your Saturday. Afternoon high of 66. Turning breezy again with winds. Uh, switching out of the southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour. The wrap-up to our weekend on Sunday, turning even warmer. 72, we re- finally returned to the 70s under mostly sunny skies. And then into next week, here's where we'll start to notice some changes. A stronger breeze starting to pick back up as our next storm system approaches. A few more clouds moving in on Monday as well. And it's going to turn very, very warm out there. We're going with a high of 79 degrees, near 80 Come Monday, we're going to go ahead and uh, forecast a high of 80 degrees come Tuesday. That's the day when our next storm system is going to start to move in. Sky's turning mostly cloudy. We'll have a 10% chance of rain develop. And then that chance of rain should be done by the time we start our day Wednesday. 
but the bottom drops out. This next cold front that's going to roll through a potent one, taking us from 80 degrees on Tuesday all the way down to 44 degrees on Wednesday. Winter cold making a return, but it's going to be brief. Thursday, back up to 58, and then lower 60s by next Friday. Right now, we're at 36 with a light west wind at 3 miles an hour. Barely any cloud cover out there, too, so currently enjoying a nice bright start to the day. Yeah, and this weekend, just punctuating a month in which we've seen above-average temperatures a lot, and even in the 60s and 70s. And with us about to head into March, you know, it's safe to say that, yeah, we may have a couple of cooler days here and there, but... You know, fire weather season getting started, oh, yeah. and then severe weather season as well. So, uh, you know, we don't want to let our guard down. We, You know, we want to enjoy, you know, the, the nice, warm, sunny days, but we also need to, uh, you know, just be mindful of the season that we're going into. Thank you much, Ron L. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. That's the KSN Storm Track 3 forecast with meteorologist Ron L. Williams live every weekday morning at this time right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. An elderly man and his dog are recovering after recent attacks by wild hogs. 90-year-old David Reisman says he keeps his head on a swivel ever since he was attacked by a pair of wild hogs right outside his front door. He was walking his 12-pound dog, Riley, when the wild hogs got a hold of both of them. If I had to let go of the uh, leash or it broke, uh, that, that would be terrible. Reisman and Riley have gotten better since then, but the wild hog issue has only gotten worse. County leaders say new development has pushed the invasive species into residential areas. Well, Florida, yeah, that's Chris Lindsay with that report of Fox Orlando TV affiliate WOFL. Florida's wild, feral hogs. Wild hogs attacking yeah. a man and his dog Eef. in Florida. 7.15 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS on this Friday morning. Gamers will be blocked from manually adding players to EA Sports' new college football game who decide not to accept an offer to have their name, image, and likeness used in it. Okay. EA Sports revealing the safeguard in its announcement that it's begun reaching out to athletes to pay them to be featured in the game. Right. Set to launch this summer. Yeah. EA Sports said players who opt into the game get a minimum of $600. And a copy of EA Sports College Football 25. That's neat. EA Sports did not say how it plans to prevent people from adding the opt-outs. <laughs> well, it's, it is, it is interesting because I really like this new, new way they're doing this. Before, the players got nothing. Mm -hmm. And the only thing except that, a college education, except a college education. But the only thing that, that wasn't them that was in the, the, the college games was their name. The number was the same. The the hometowns were all the same. The, the you know the statistics were as close as they could get. They they were in those games in all but their name. So at least now they're getting something, even if it's just six hundred bucks in the the game itself. At least they're getting something, and that's better than it used to be. A lot better. Another from the world of sports. We talked this week about the the fifteen year old son of Tiger Woods. Uh, did not have a great first attempt at playing in a PGA Tour event. Charlie Woods shot an 86 at a pre-qualifier for the Cognizant Classic. It's one of four pre-qualifiers from a total of about two dozen players advancing to the main Monday qualifier for next week's PGA Tour stop. Uh, to, uh, but Charlie Woods did not make a birdie at Lost Lake Golf Club in Florida. 
His round came undone then. He, uh, oh, he golfs like me. He, he scored a 12 on a par 4 Ooh. seventh hole. Yikes. Yeah, that'll, that'll do you in. Yeah. Uh, the leading score in that tournament was 65. Uh, but he shot an 86, including a 12 on the par 4 seventh hole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's still young. Charlie, yeah, you have one bad hole, it does you in. That, that's yeah. golf. Uh, Charlie Woods tied for 110th out of 112 players who bothered to turn in a score. There you go. There'll be other days. Yeah. A lot of times you get a 12 on one hole, you're not going to be turning like, in yeah, score. Yeah, you're just gonna, we'll just, we're done for the day. You're going to kind of DNF we'll at that point. We'll see you next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 717 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and let's see what's going on in sports. Got a big sports weekend in basketball, hoops, a lot of hoops. College men's basketball, Wichita State plays a home game at Coke Arena on Sunday against the Temple Owls. Only two home games remaining for the Shockers, including Sunday. Shocks going for their 10th win at home this season. Coming off a big home win earlier in the week. Temple is not good on the road. Temple has lost seven straight road games. The Owls haven't won a road game since the week before Thanksgiving. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl have live coverage of the Shockers at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock Sunday from Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. We have home games for KU and K-State in basketball tomorrow. K-State men are home in Manhattan hosting 21st-ranked BYU. Cougars have won five out of seven, including a win over the Cats. K-State is trying to snap a three-game losing skid. Live coverage for K-State men's basketball at noon tomorrow on your home of the Wildcats, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Meanwhile, in Lawrence tomorrow, ninth-ranked Kansas hosting Texas. Jayhawks are in third place in the Big 12 Conference. The Jayhawks have won 18 straight home games. 5 p.m., that'll tip off tomorrow in Lawrence, nationally televised on ESPN. Juco men's basketball, 19th-ranked Butler Community College on the road, visiting Independence tomorrow afternoon. I think the Grizzlies might have a good chance of winning this one. Independence is on a 25-game losing streak. 19th-ranked Butler on a four-game winning streak. Grizzlies are 21-5 on the season. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 345 tomorrow afternoon. And that game will be over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. We have Shocker Baseball this weekend. The Shockers are off to a 2-1 and start, and they will play three games in three days in Jacksonville, Florida. First up this afternoon, a matchup with undefeated 14th-ranked Virginia. That'll be at 1 o'clock this afternoon over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., the Shockers face undefeated Auburn out of the Southeastern Conference. You can hear tomorrow's game, 11 a.m., right here on KNSS. And then Sunday, back over to KFH as the Shockers take on 18th-ranked Iowa. That one will start at 11 o'clock Sunday morning over on KFH. The Wichita State women's basketball team is on the road at Charlotte. Steve Strain will have live coverage of the Shocker women at 12.45. I'm sorry, 2.45 tomorrow afternoon. That game is right here on KNSS for the Shocker women. We are in the final weekend of high school wrestling in the state of Kansas. That means these huge wrestling state meets are taking place. The big schools in classes 6A and 5A are at Hartman Arena in Park City. The smaller schools are all wrestling in Salina. We've had one day of competition so far. The Rose Hill boys are in first place after one day. 
And the Goddard boys are in first place in 5A, Class 5A after one day. State wrestling tournaments will wrap up today and tomorrow up in Hartman Arena and in Salina as the high school wrestling season comes to an end. And the girls' high school wrestling is being contested as well. Same setup, 6 and 5A schools at Hartman Arena and the smaller schools up in Salina. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Denver Nuggets win at home. They beat the Washington Wizards 130-110 to off the bench for the Nuggets. Former Kansas Jayhawk Christian Brown with a career high. Ten rebounds, and he also had 12 points. Had a double-double. The Nuggets are in fourth place in the Western Conference, and that win helped Denver snap a three-game losing streak. Happy birthday today to former Shocker basketball star Shaq Morris is 30 years old today. Senior year with the Shocks, he was first team all-conference. His career included four NCAA tournaments during his time as a Shocker. They went to the Sweet 16 his freshman year. Former Shocker basketball star Shaq Morris, it's his birthday. He is 30 years old today. That's sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. 7.22 with Steve and Ted in the morning. We have a traffic and weather update on the way. And Americans and their healthy eating habits on the House Call for Health. It's coming up on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning. It is 7.30. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Friday, February 23rd, final Friday of the month. Currently in Wichita, we have a sunny sky. It is 37 degrees. A pipe manufacturing company is bringing more jobs to Mays. Charlotte Pipe and Foundry broke ground yesterday on an $80 million facility located south of Highway K96 and 119th Street West. The site we actually selected was the last one. And um, what I mentioned earlier was it was uh, all parts of the community and, and a lot of the uh, business-friendly policies that, that Mays has and the city of Wichita has that ended up bringing us here. And that's Vice President Jenner Wood talking about that big investment. The construction expected to be finished by spring next year. The police chief in Houston says investigators are well underway to closing sex assault cases stalled by a bogus code. Suspended. Lack of personnel. A code that Chief Troy Finner said left thousands of sex assault cases unresolved. That code was put into effect in 2016. It will not be used again in my administration. That means Chief Finner's team has to rework those cases to close them out. He said that work has already begun and hundreds of cases have been looked at. But to get to all of them will take time. It will take at least 30 days to get a better picture of this, at least 30 days. Chief Finner says transparency will be important for his department to win back the city's and victims' trust. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The Kansas House of Representatives passing a bill that would require counties to hold early voting on the Saturday before an election. The bill would not allow for in-person voting the day before an election unless the voter has a, quote, good cause. The bill now heads for a vote in the state Senate. A surge of migrants and asylum seekers continue to enter the United States through the southern border from special interest countries, and it's raising alarm for national security. In fiscal year 2023, more than 335,000 Venezuelan nationals were encountered at the border. 
yet just 834 were removed. And in fiscal year 2023, more than 24,000 Chinese nationals were encountered at the border, but just 288 were deported, drops in the bucket. The border crisis is seeing a substantial shift. For years, we've been reporting about migrants coming from all over the world, illegally crossing into Texas, but now we're seeing a surge of illegal immigration right here in Southern California. Fox's Matt Finn with that report. A town hall meeting for the second time in a week held at the Chaparral Junior and Senior High School in the Anthony and Harper area last night, discussing the projected $400,000 deficit that the district is facing going into next year. And the superintendent said the district, like many others across the state, including Wichita, running out of federal funding. The school district exploring all options to cut costs, one option in Chaparral to reduce the staffing. Of course, that would add more work and responsibilities to those who stay, teachers and employees. Another avenue being considered is to combine the two elementary schools into one. That's what they're doing at the Chaparral School District. Wichita Police Department trying newer technology, trying to lessen the chance of officers and residents getting injured or killed during potentially dangerous situations. Yesterday, police uh, say uh, the uniformed officers are already getting trained on some of the newer tools. Other products are still in the works. All uniformed officers will be getting new body-worn cameras. The Axon Body 4 cameras featured an expanded field of view, improved video quality, and extended battery life. And officers will also be able to stream video to supervisors if necessary. One of the world's top-ranked universities is abandoning its test-optional policies. Yale University announces it will require standardized test scores from fall 2025 applicants. This is a shift away from test-optional policies, which became widely popular during the pandemic. The school says in place of SAT or ACT scores, students can submit results from advanced placement or international baccalaureate tests. Yale, which admits about four out of every hundred applicants, says test-optional policies might have unwittingly harmed students from lower-income families whose test scores could have helped their chances. It also found standardized test scores were more predictive of academic success than high school grades. Another Ivy, Dartmouth College, announced a similar decision earlier this month. Lillian Wu, Fox News. The stock market closing at record high numbers. This thanks in large part to an AI development company. NVIDIA up 16%, closing at a record $784 a share. Market cap just under $2 trillion, meaning it's now bigger than Google and Amazon. NVIDIA CEO Jensen Wang says we are in year one of this 10-year cycle to spread artificial intelligence to every single industry. Last quarter, profits of $12.3 billion, increasing over 700% from a year ago. Sales topped $22 billion. They tripled And NVIDIA says they're going to hit $24 billion this quarter. And that's Fox Business's Lauren Simonetti with that report. Now let's take a look at our weather forecast heading into the final weekend of the month. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A dry, quiet weather pattern continues here in Wichita today. A nice start to our morning, then mostly sunny and breezy throughout the afternoon. Our high 66. Clear tonight, Charlo 36. Breezy Saturday with a high 68, warming to 72 on Sunday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest, a sunny sky. It is 37 degrees on our way to a high of 66 here on this Friday, February 23rd. 
It's 736 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Of course, we've this week we've had these uh, stories about going back to the moon. We've sent we sent a, uh, the United States has sent a lunar craft yep. to the moon. I did I did hear last that somebody described it as being the size of a phone booth. I'm like, well, anyone under the age of 50 doesn't know. Has no idea what that means. Yeah. But anyway. So that that's, that has landed on the south pole of the moon. So we've had these stories. Apparently, they don't know what condition that craft is in, and the, <laughs> the signal from it is weak. Oh, so it may not have landed so particularly we'll see. well. We'll see. Huh. Uh, they're still trying to figure that out. And we've got some other uh, got some other star news, space news. Scientists have confirmed what became of a star that exploded in a stunning supernova visible to Earth more than three decades ago. All right. It morphed into a neutron star, which is one of the great weird objects of the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the study in the journal Science shows how NASA's newest space telescope cut through all the dust surrounding the 37-year-old cosmic explosion to find key evidence of a neutron star. Scientists have long figured that the supernova would result in a black hole where nothing escapes, or maybe even a super-dense neutron star. But there was too much debris to actually figure it out until the Webb telescope looked in infrared light. Ah, pretty amazing. Look back and see something that exploded 37 years ago and figure out what happened, what became of it. The big supernova. Oh, um, Of course, uh, we have the Major League Baseball uh, Season on our doorstep. Spring training is in full swing in Florida and Arizona, and 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 then now the newest controversy is these new uniforms that Major League Baseball players are wearing. They trotted them out at the All Star Game last year, and now they're going to it for everybody in the regular season. And so far, the uniform reveal has not gone very well. Uh, players thought they looked cheap. They're supposed. They're supposedly. They're supposed to be. Dry easier and allow more flexibility, and yeah. But some players say, "Well, yeah, it looks like I'm wearing a T-shirt out there. It looks cheap." Ugh. And now the next criticism is going below the belt. Major League Baseball players and the Players Association and the Deputy Executive Director say that the organization is relaying concerns from players to the league about new pants, which are eh, are they opaque? They're somewhat see-through. Okay. The complaints, first reported by ESPN, are part of a broader scorn for the new uniforms designed by Nike, manufactured by Fanatics. Commissioner Rob Manfred previously said he expects the criticism to fade, but that's before this newest round of complaints about the pants. So we'll see how that all yeah. continues. Wow. Major, some Major League players don't like their new uniforms. Can't they leave well enough, delo- uh, well enough alone no, in apparently some designs? Not. I mean... I don't think there was much wrong with baseball uniforms Didn't seem to the way be, there were. But, but uh, you know, yeah. sure somebody from Nike and Fanatics, oh, we have this new blood. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were talking about uh, the stock market. Uh, Asian markets are mixed today after NVIDIA, we were talking about, delivered another blowout quarter. Rally and other technology companies, and Wall Street hit a record high. We talked about that. Uh, the markets in Tokyo closed for a holiday a day after they surged to an all-time high. Uh, yesterday, the S&P 500 is up more than 2%. That's another all-time high. The NASDAQ was up 3%. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average does have a smaller way on the tech stocks, but it went up more than 1%. Uh, 
NVIDIA's stock price rose 16% yesterday. Should have bought that stock. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. uh, leading gains among tech companies. So there's what's going on on the stock market. Yeah, I've bought plenty of their products before. And AI, unfortunately, has kind of priced us out of the market on, priced the normal consumer out of the market on NVIDIA cards. Now, the only people that can afford them are people that are turning them into AI. <laughs> So unfortunately, they've kind of turned away from their customers, but eh, they've got new customers that have tons more money. So good for them, I guess. That's where the pot of gold is. Yep. Yep. It's 741 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We're not far away from a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal, and we'll spend uh, 10 minutes with a local local, uh, member of the Gretemann Group. We'll find out more about her. That's coming up on the Business Journal Update. It's 741 with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's 747 with Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Coming up, the Wichita Business Journal Business Update. We'll be taking a look at... Delta Dental and one of its workers coming up. Three. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three male suspects are now in custody after a one-year-old boy was shot and killed this week in South Wichita. Two. The Biden administration leveling a new sanctions package against Russia today. One. A man was shot early last evening in Wichita, just south of Grove and Douglas, hospitalized in critical condition. He has not been cooperative with investigators. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. KDOT's mentioning three problem areas with some uh, heavy and slow-moving traffic right now. One of them northbound I-235, approaching I-135 at the north junction there. Uh, They're also noting a lot of heavy traffic right now eastbound on Kellogg between Meridian and Seneca. And also, if you're trying to exit from north or southbound I-135 to eastbound Kellogg, that ramp is running very slow right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now with two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and at 47th Street South and Broadway. In the former Kmart building, you can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. And our weather forecast heading into the final weekend of the month. Pretty nice. Mostly sunny today and breezy, a high of 66 degrees. Clear sky tonight, low down to 36. Looking ahead for the weekend, it'll be a breezy day tomorrow, a high Saturday, 68. And even more warmth on Sunday with a high 72. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the northwest. We're under a sunny sky. It is 37 degrees on our way to a high of 66 here on this Friday morning, February 23rd. Hey, whiskey lovers, come to the Monarch for nightcap specials every night from 10 till midnight and get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. How about that? The Monarch. West Douglas in historic Delano. Great place to hang out. The Monarch. It's 749 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS here on this Friday morning. Uh... You know, when some people's cell phone service went down for a while yesterday because of that AT&T network outage, yeah. among the alternatives suggested, uh, use landlines. <laughs> uh, 
Does anybody have those anymore? That's That's Yeah, but according to the most recent estimates from the National Center for Health Statistics, 73% of American adults live in households in which there is no landline, just wireless phones. Exactly. Landlines have practically reached the status of urban legend among many age groups in today's America. Among most age groups, the large majority, wireless only, except 65 and older. The only group where less than half were estimated to only use cell phones. Oh, okay. Um, I think those, I think that percentage bears itself out in my family. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's cell only except for mom. Um, no, my parents did give up their landline not not too long ago, mind you, but they they did. They made the made the move. Yes, they did. It's it's all cell phone now. I don't know that anybody was actually still using the landline to call them except for me. Right. Yeah. No. It is a 751 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And now let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. The WBJ spent 10 minutes with Rebecca Groom from the Gretemann Group. Rebecca spent her career working in some sort of aviation, flying, marketing, working for an ad agency. Last month, she started working for the Gretemann Group, Wichita-based aviation-focused advertising agency. She says she's thrilled to combine her love of planes with her passion for educating people about the industry through marketing and writing. She spent her early years in North Carolina, moved to Wichita early on, attended Andover High. Passion for Wichita, deep-seated. She enjoys dining out, flying, and spending time with her animals on her hobby farm in Andover. Her father, Randy, is also a private pilot, was president of Beechcraft in the 2000s mid-2000s. Her mother and sister also obtained private pilot's licenses. and She spent 10 minutes with the Wichita Business Journal talking about her career. Kristen Hoffman has been promoted to Delta Dental of Kansas's chief operating and experience officer after 14 years with the healthcare insurance company. Hoffman, most recently vice president of client service, where her team reached 99.8% client retention rate and a 98% broker and customer satisfaction rating, according to Delta Dental. The call center, led by Hoffman, reached three national marks. It was in the top 10% for call center performance metrics and results, according to Benchmark Portal. So Kristen Hoffman doing good things at Delta Dental. And that is your local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. We'll have more Business Journal news coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, one hour from now. It's 7.52 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Uh, surgeons externally have attached a pig liver to a brain-dead human body, and then they watched it successfully filter blood. That's a step toward eventually trying the techniques in patients with liver failure. Okay. Yeah, University of Pennsylvania is doing this experiment, a different spin on animal-to-human organ transplants. In this case, the pig liver was used outside the donated body, not inside so they're trying to create some sort of a bridge to support failing right. livers by yeah. doing the organs' blood cleansing work externally, much like dialysis does for failing kidneys. Animal-to-human transplants have failed for decades because people's immune systems reject the foreign tissue. Right. Well, now scientists are trying again with pigs whose organs have been genetically modified to be more human-like. We'll see if that uh, yields. See if that works. Yeah, we'll see if that yields any results there. Uh, lawmakers in Mississippi giving broad bipartisan approval to state incentives for a factory that would manufacture batteries for electric cars. It's a project that promises 2,000 jobs. 
Average salary of $66,000. Maybe I need to move to Mississippi. Maybe. <laughs> Four companies are involved, and uh, they each own a part of the project. A China-based lithium battery maker is going to own part of this venture as well. Companies intend to invest nearly $2 billion for this plant in Mississippi near the Tennessee state line. U.S. manufacturing of EV batteries is accelerating. Automakers are transitioning in some form or another to electric vehicles. Not as fast as probably the government wants, but it's still out there. Yeah. 7.54 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and we have a big 8 o'clock hour on the way, so we want you to be here for that. It's always fun. We will talk with live with Fox News Radio's Evan Brown in Florida about uh, about that famous kidnapping from last year and a legal settlement involving that. We've got entertainment news coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah, country music tour is getting a little bit bigger. We'll tell you all about that in the blur uh, coming up here in just a little bit. And business, sports, weather, traffic, big 8 o'clock hour is on the way. Looking forward to it. KNSS News Time is 7.55. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 